Welcome to the Thrive Today podcast. I'm Natalie Bourne. I'm the media host for Thrive Today and the founder of Innovation Meets Leadership. As you know, our primary focus at Thrive Today is to take your success at work and connect it to the authority of God's word. So I want to give a quick shout out to all you ladies that have been listening on our YouTube channel. Thank you so much for going over there, listening, subscribing. And if you're listening to this podcast, don't forget to subscribe to that platform as well. Well, today we are speaking with the founder of Thrive Today. That's right. Colleen Rouse is with us and I'm so excited. We've asked her to come and just share some encouragement and some leadership and community ideas with you as we go into 2022. It's going to be such an important year for you as a leader. And so we are just encouraged that she's going to be with us today and so excited to have her. Welcome to the podcast, Colleen. Thank you, Natalie. And I just want to thank you and just to let all of our listeners know how much I greatly appreciate you helping me with Thrive Today and doing such a tremendous job with all of the podcasts. You just make it so interesting. And of course, you have the most delightful voice. So (laughs) it's absolutely wonderful to have you partner with me in this endeavor. And I just want to express my appreciation to you publicly so everyone knows how wonderful you are. Well, thank you. I have this has been an absolute joy and as for both of us it's a passion to speak to women on these topics which is so so cool because it just it just hits the place of both of our inspirations. And so 2020. Wow. Yes. We survived 2020, 2021 and now we're getting ready to go full steam into 2022 and I would just love for you to just spend a few minutes with us and share some thoughts on the 2022 year ahead and how we can kind of frame and begin to think about this year. You know, I really want everyone to shake off hesitation. I think we need to be done with hesitation and to allow a different type of anticipation to come up within us. Because I feel like in some ways we've either strangled or we've suppressed the dream And I think we have to just recall how big our God is that we are called to live as overcomers in this life, no matter what is going around us. And I think we are called to be standouts, to be evidence and proof that God is alive and well, and he has a dream for us, even in the midst of adversity, and that we just begin to restore our hope, put our hope back in him and to just take a deep breath and say, I'm going for it this year. I love that. Cause to me, when I hear you say hesitation behind that, I just hear this undercurrent of fear that a lot of women may be dealing with the fear to step out, the fear to move forward, the fear to, and then insert whatever that is for them. But I just hear this undercurrent of Sometimes we're afraid, like we know there's a call in our life. We know that God's called us to do something, but then comes the fear. Yes. And you know what? I think it kind of crept in on us unaware because we were trying to exercise wisdom. And in the midst of a pandemic, you certainly want to do that. And so, but it began to be a part of our every day. It it crept into our psyche. And I, I think it impacted us in ways that we have not realized. And 
think about how much and how willing we were to take risk before. And now the risk factor has been diminished. And so I think we need to really prayerfully, in fact, this would be a good goal for us at the beginning of this year, Lord, search my heart. Like David said, see if there be any evil way in me. And, you know, the evilness isn't necessarily linked to our character, our behavior, but it's things that we have adopted and accepted that aren't serving us well. And to ask him pointedly, Lord, if there's fear in my life, if I have embraced fear over faith, then show me where this is and that I can learn to trust in your word and the power of your name to do what you've called me to do, because that has not changed. Wow. And fear is so interesting what you said. Hey, maybe it's not uh, something evil that you've put within you, but when you think about fear, fear does not come from God. So it's something that's attached itself to us. And I love the way you describe that because it's not to say, hey, you're bad, but sometimes we grab bad things and then we take those things into us as the truth. And fear is never from God. Obviously, there's the fear of like, you know, jump out of the way to not get hit by the car, but that's not what the kind of fear we're talking about. We're talking about the kind of fear that cripples you and prevents you from moving forward into what God's called you to do. You're absolutely right, because there's rational fear that, you know, you, you there is the law of gravity, so don't step off on top of the building. But then there is an irrational fear that parades itself around as truth. And, and then it gets endorsed by the media, by social media, by the avenues that are influencing us. And so this is why we have to guard our heart, our ears, and our eyes. In fact, you know what? I don't watch the news anymore. I limit the way it impacts me. Yeah. I read it. So yeah. I'm educated, but I'm not allowing it to affect my eyes in that way to visually see images or listen to things, I can control it in a different way as I read it. And then the interesting thing is because I'm not listening to a broadcast and I'm reading it, I'm listening to the Holy Spirit talk to me about how to pray for this situation. So I'm not suggesting that we become ostriches and stick our head in the sand By no means. We are the ones who are called to be a light in this hour. And so we need to be asking God, okay, God, this is a difficult situation. What are you going to do with it? And what do you want me to do with it? So pretty simple. Yeah. This is why I love um, the book that you wrote on resilience, because this, this is part of what you're leaning into here, which is a resilient mindset. And that's what I think is, I've been learning from you for probably 20 years now. And as I've learned from you, part of what I've taken away from your leadership over the years is that you hold fast to a resilient mindset, one that can bounce back. So I'd love you to talk a little bit about the discussion guide that you're creating for our ladies and what they can really glean from that. But then let's pivot and talk about your book too, because everything I hear you saying is like, we've got to go into this year with a resilient mindset. We absolutely do. And, you know, this book came to me during the pandemic. So I think it's really fitting, even for today. I think it's a timeless book because it's an attitude that we have to adopt. And one of the things that I sort of make fun of is, you know, when you think about adversity, adversity is here to serve us because it has a way of bringing out our strengths and our best. 
And I do a comparison in the book between watching a Hallmark movie and watching a Marvel flick. Because, you know, you watch the Marvel flick and you see there is this insurmountable enemy who's coming at our heroine or hero. And in a moment, we see the camera zooms in on their face and there is a look of fear in their eyes as this thing is approaching. But all of a sudden they remember their resilience begins to arise and they remember they have superpowers and you can tell by the glint in their eye that somehow changes and in in a matter of moments the enemy's defeated and they triumph once again so this is the way i see adversity adversity serves to show us what our superpowers are because otherwise without adversity all you have is a hallmark film and so you know exactly what's going to happen there is no excitement Okay, I list, I watch Hallmark movies, so I'm not dissing them, but I would rather have a Marvel day than a Hallmark day. Wow. And as far as the as far as the workbook, I got a ton of requests. This book is really helping a lot of people and I'm so happy for that. And so I've had several requests for when are you going to do a study guide? So that is as we speak, that is going to hit the presses very soon. And so it will be available to you as well to be able to take this to your group of ladies. It's still focused on leadership, but it's the understanding of how resilience is innate. It is coded into our DNA, but it is also something we need to hone. So how do we do that? This book answers that question. Wow. I, you know, as you're talking, I'm thinking so much about how in our own lives, we are kind of naturally wired to avoid anything that just feels really hard. Some people are wired to, to go after hard things, but most of us are wired to kind of avoid pain, to avoid hard things. But then we also kind of pass that down to our kids where we try to shelter and shield them from things. But if we think about our own life and some of the hardships we face in our own life, it's almost like that is what has made us the person we are today. And so if we shield ourselves and others from hardship, oftentimes they never learn the lessons and we never grow outside of our comfort zone. So I'd love, again, just thinking more about that book, what would your encouragement be for the ladies on the line who maybe haven't read the book yet on how that might help grow them, stretch them outside their comfort zone? Yeah, that's a brilliant perspective you just shared with us. And you know, the strength of a leader is how well they handle disappointment. Because disappointments are going to come in our lives. And they reveal, like, okay, if you're going to be a diva, don't be a diva about disappointments, you know, because the world is not here to serve you. You are here to serve the world. And so just understanding that whatever this disappointment I'm in the middle of, like I said earlier, it's kind of like, okay, God, I'm, I'm walking in harmony with you. I am stepping in harmony with you. And so you're going to do something with this disappointment. I'm going to watch and see what you do with it. And so I think that understanding that you're not alone in this. And I'm just marveling at some of the people that I have come to know that have faced incredible, incredible difficulties, even paralysis, just all kinds of things that they have the best attitudes. So your attitude is essential. What are you going to allow to turn over? And what are you going to 
enumerate on over and over and over again. You really have to stop the flow of this negativity and this focus on the negative and the lost by focusing on the next. What is true about this? What is the next? What is the, God's redemptive. And I want to let him to have that full privilege, that full permission to redeem every part of my life. And as a leader, this is essential because this will keep us from being discouraged. Like David, he knew how to encourage himself in the Lord. So there you go. It's okay for you to talk to yourself. David did it and they didn't lock him up. So (laughs) we should should give ourselves pep talks. (laughs) Who cares what anybody else thinks? (laughs) Well, I love that because you have a new book coming out and it's called Rhythm. Can you talk a little bit about this book and what you're hoping to infuse into the ladies as a result of them picking this book up and putting it in their hands? I am so excited about this book. So these books are the first of a series of four. So the first one was Resilience. It's time to get up. The second one is Rhythm. It's time to get in step. And in some ways, I really feel like this is kind of my life story because in ministry for 30 some years, I had to learn how to change the way I showed up, the way I navigated, the way I operated. And so that I would be able to not just endure, but to overcome and to succeed and thrive. I mean, this ministry is called Thrive because I really believe that that's what we're called to do. And so rhythm is talking about the cadence of life. And, you know, someone is setting rhythm, someone's setting cadence for us. And it's an internal part of any piece of music. It's It's an essential part of our life that we step in cadence with the Holy Spirit who's called alongside us and we are called together, this partnership that we're called to, you know, experience as we fulfill our purpose on the earth. And so this will walk us through what that looks like, what the, you know, we talk about burnout. Well, the, what is the answer to burnout? How do you keep repeating these bad habits? We're going to delve into this in the book because it goes to our mindset and it has a lot to do with whether we look at God as our father or some sort of taskmaster, because we respond differently the way we view him. And so I am so excited about this book. And I, I, you know, we will have it out. It'll come out the first quarter of the year. And super excited to get this in our readers' hands. Wow. You know, I'm excited as I hear you talk about that. As you were speaking, I was thinking to myself, okay, rhythm. If my life was a soundtrack, what would it sound like? And would it be chaotic? Would it be smooth? Would it be an orchestra? Like what would, and I wonder for the ladies, for each of you, what would your life soundtrack look like right now? And and if you don't like the way it sounds, get this book and, and start thinking about how to get in rhythm with what should it sound like? Because there's the what it is and there's the what it could be. And I think that so oftentimes we just live in what it is, but we don't make the track. We don't make the journey to what it should and could be so that we can ultimately be successful, but do it in a way where we don't have to strive, right? We're all trying to not do the grind to five, which is not life-giving for anyone. (laughs) 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Like we just can't let our gift become our grind. There is a way to, to do this life, a cadence and the way we understand responsibility, all of those things so that there is harmony Mm -hmm. in our life story. Well, I would love for you to talk a little bit about just what's been going on in Thrive today, like year in review, and then what do which what should women expect for 2022 as they as they look ahead at Thrive today? Well, you know, it's amazing to me. We are now six months old, and the growth that we've had in six months is just remarkable. And so we have been receiving tremendous response to our uh, Thrive Today journal, which we will yeah. continue so our readers can expect that. And more thought leaders, just the divine connections that have been happening. Yeah. But one of the changes we made is because we understand that women like to receive gifts. And so we decided to compile as things are dropped usually over that once a quarter, there's things that are dropped during the, each month of the quarter. Well, we had the ingenious idea to compile it all into a curated box. So at the beginning of every quarter, they will receive the magazine, a resource or two, and a gift and some other things that will help serve them and bless them. So I'm really excited about this. And so when you sign up for the membership, you will receive all of this on a quarterly basis. It'll all be there neatly in your box and you can just Take your time to go through all of the resources, as well as the digital things that will be coming out. We have some new digital opportunities and offerings coming out. One of the things that I absolutely love is I love to talk about the things that nobody else is talking about. Yes. Uh, let's call them the grittier issues of life. And so we have some sessions we're going to be putting out called Around the Table. And these are dealing with some of the real hard issues that we as female leaders deal with. And we're going to be talking about the imposter syndrome. We're going to talk about the mean girl. Like, does she really exist? And how do we handle her? Or how do we not become her? Right. (laughs) And some other things along those lines, things that I hear women ask questions about. And so as a matter of fact, to all of our listeners and our viewers, you have some ideas. These are the topics I would love for you to delve into. Then please email us and or go on our Facebook page and let us know what you're interested in. Because after all, we're here to serve you. We just want to run alongside you and champion you and, and help cheer you on and, and help support you in the ways that we're called to support you. I'm so excited about that box. Like I think about Stitch Fix, even though I went and picked out all the clothes myself, I get so excited when that box comes and I'm ready just to jump in there and see like what's in there and what surprises are in there. And so I just love the idea of you curating all these things together into a box so that we can have a little surprise every quarter that we open and just and just see all the goodies that are inside. And what I know about you is you have such a generous heart for the ladies. You handpick what goes in those boxes. You think about and pray about what's going to go in those boxes. And so they can always expect something really, really well done. Very, It's always very nice, but it's always very special because you have thought about it. You've put your heart into what goes into each one of those boxes. Absolutely. And I love doing my love language is is gift giving. So this totally fits in that. And so 
I want everyone to open it up and just be delighted and impressed and, and really to feel loved and valued because a lot of times women in leadership roles are, feel like they're fighting a system. And so they need to have support around them. They need to have people tell them, you know what, you need to go ahead and celebrate the gift that you're given. You don't need to apologize for it. You don't need to be arrogant about it. And you need to know that you're valuable and you're an asset and not a liability. I love that. You know, I'm thinking about new year, new you, new opportunities. Um, I walk up to so many women who, and I'm sure you have this all the time as well, where people are asking you to um, one-on-one coach (laughs) them or mentor them. And you just don't have enough time in the day for all the people that want you to do that one-on-one but you provide something that women can do monthly uh, and that's come together in community and be coached. And would you talk a little bit about how that program has gone? Because those coaching calls have such rich content, but they also include community, which is such, such an important aspect. I think a lot of times as women, we do not think, hey, I need a community of other women around me, but it is one of the most important things you can do as a leader is is to get yourself into some community of like-minded professionals and individuals. And, you know, you're absolutely right. As a matter of fact, in our earlier studies and our focus groups, the one word that kept coming up consistently that the women wanted was community. So we try to find several ways to provide that, the discussion guides that are available to do small group discussions, and those are taking off. And the other thing is the coaching call. So I love my favorite time is Thursday at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We jump on the call for an hour and it is both. I, I love it because the opportunity to just extemporaneously talk about whatever issues there are emerging. We, we talk about the hurdles, the things that maybe some of the girls are facing and then we just kind of tackle that and dismantle that and, and find ways to succeed it. In fact, the last call we did at the end of the year had to do with vision. And, you know, it came as a surprise to me that there's some top-notch leaders out there that really don't understand what vision is. Yeah. And so we just kind of discussed that through the whole call. And then they asked me to follow it up with a blog. And so I've done that as well, you know, just to, what do you need to know? What do you want to know? What are you struggling with? Then that's what we're going to jump in and tackle together. And I love the idea of the community because we can learn from one another. There's just not one person with an answer. And so this affords us the opportunity to be able to have in this rather small group format to discuss things and to glean together and grow together. I absolutely love that. And I think that is what we're all even listening. If you're listening to this podcast, you're listening because you want to grow. You don't want to stay where you are. So I just want to remind you to head over to thrivetoday.com and check that out because that is such an important feature of your own personal leadership and your personal journey. And I would recommend everybody do some type of coaching. If you haven't done it before, it's so critical and so important to your journey as a leader. Well, Colleen, do you have any final thoughts for us as we think about the 2022 year ahead? 
with hope and dreams and, and hoping that it's going to be so different than 2020 was? <laughs> well, you know, I want to, I want to go back to our earlier comments as we introduced this, this whole idea of letting go of hesitation. And to say, I'm not going to be this reticent individual. I used to be a risk taker. I'm going to go back to who I was. And, and obviously, we've all been changed. But I think we need to kind of look a little bit in the rearview mirror, not for the sake of re-experiencing pain, but to, to who, who was I then? What, what was I like? What was I willing to do? What were the, what were the essential parts of me? the standout qualities that I had that I have now just kind of tucked away in a drawer. It's time to allow all of that to show back up in your life again and to live fully from that place. And he's added to us. He's sharpened us, no doubt. But I think it's just kind of an interesting perspective to have. Who was I before this pandemic? What were those qualities that I feel like I've, you know, just kind of drifted to the back and now let's bring them forward and let's look fully so that we can bring back that harmony in our hearts and get rid of the dissonance in our lives. And the beautiful thing is that the Holy Spirit is in our lives producing the fruit of the Spirit and out of love, joy, peace, patience, forgiveness, kindness, all of those things we don't have to lose those qualities. We can allow them this year to even be more prolific in our life because this is what he wants. And so we just need to learn how to, again, walk in harmony with him so that those things are produced in our lives to reflect the glory of God. Gosh, ooh, this is so good. Ladies, you may want to go back and listen to that a couple of different times and just ask yourself some of the questions, some of the statements that Colleen was making, just let that wash over you. Cause I, I think there's something there for you in 2022 and how you leap into this next year and think about it and the mindset that you put around yourself. And so that is a powerful final thought. Thank you so much for your time today, Colleen. And thank you, Natalie. It's always a joy when we get to do things together. And girls, I hope this year for you proves to be absolutely fantastic, uh, full of wonderful memories, and watching the realization of your dreams come to life. So awesome. Well, thank you for joining the Thrive Today podcast. Be sure to share, subscribe, and of course, share this episode on all your different social media platforms so other women in leadership will know about Thrive Today. And to find out more about Colleen, you can, of course, head over to her LinkedIn. You can also follow her at CW Rouse on Instagram. And then, of course, ladies, if you're not following Thrive Today Women, go ahead and hit that follow right now on Instagram. And of course, you can go to our website at thrivetoday.com. If you haven't had a chance to step into community with like-minded women, this is your year. So I want to encourage you to head over to thrivetoday.com and sign up to be group coach. Again, that group coaching is amazing. It's it's how you get in community. It's how you connect with like-minded individuals. And then of course, we just talked about all of the resources that are at your fingertips. So ladies, as you live your life, don't forget to do it with leadership, community, and strength. 
We'll see you next time.